Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the CICC, and I'm here again with Priscilla Weigel, one of our inclusion consultants. Welcome, Priscilla. Thanks. Glad to be here. I'm so excited that we are continuing our conversation sharing concerns with families because we often have this come to our program as a as a real concern of, mm-hmm. of something that people struggle with. Yes. Um, they often want to know, how do I talk to a family? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they simply don't do it right. because they really don't know how to approach the subject. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's tricky. It's very tricky. And it's, it's the, the most challenging part of our job, I think. And oftentimes, because we provide consultation services, oftentimes that is really the underlying reason that they connect with us because providers just want someone else to help them get to that point that is scary and it's kind of always looming. Many times children, in you know, when you look at a program, many times children will start as an infant and there will be concern every year as that child moves up classroom to classroom and then by the time they get to that pre-K classroom or you know they're ready to move on next year to kindergarten, the teachers say, ooh, we've got to get something, we've got to talk to these parents about that. When really early intervention is so important. Exactly. So if you see those red flags, and we talked in our earlier podcast about developmental knowledge, knowing what a child should be doing and achieving. When you see that happening, it's important to start building that conversation with those families. Exactly. Because really an early a screening early on um, could be the thing that helps a child um, really progress at a rate that they won't progress at if it comes later. Definitely. And if the screening is done and really nothing is indicated at that time, really no, no harm, no foul. There's, right. We haven't really lost anything either. Right. So I, that's another thing to always encourage people listening is if a family goes ahead with a screening, you know, then then that hasn't they haven't lost anything with that. Right. Uh, it's it's important to know then that they can keep on with uh, the screenings as well Certainly. if something's indicated in another six months. Well, and that's also um, what. Another plus is that it gets the families connected with services. Even though they're not receiving them, it opens that door. And so going back, perhaps, if there are continued concerns, is not as scary exactly. at a later point. Exactly. So that if, let's say, you know, we're working, at, we, because we collect all this data as a provider and we've got these great documented notes and we, we share these concerns with the family, so we've got that good informal assessment going right there because what we've done is we've collected that information so if at some point we want to encourage them to go to more of a formal assessment or a formal evaluation that that involves a lot of professionals that may be overwhelming to the family it at least isn't as scary because they say you know okay we're just getting more answers exactly we're just getting more information that's going to help people that are working with our child do their job. Exactly. And we're jumping ahead a little bit because what we really want to talk about today is we've gathered our data, we we do ongoing observation and recording of all children, Mm -hmm. but in particular we see there may be a need in one child. 
So we want to have a conversation with a family, and we're going to call them in. And so to begin with, before we have the actual meeting with the family, we want to prepare ourselves. We do. And you have some real tips to share with our listeners today about how we really set that stage even before we have the conversation. And this is important. Mm -hmm. I think this is where people listening really really worry even maybe the most if they could get this part down right it'll help allay some of their fears in doing the next part which Definitely. is having the actual conversation well and I, I think the key the first thing to do is when we're looking at preparing ourselves and kind of setting the stage before the players even arrive is realizing that we are professionals that we spend a lot of time with children and we know kids. Exactly. Reminding yourself that you know what you're talking about and that kind of building your own self-confidence there because parents are going to listen and take what we say much more acutely if we have confidence with what we're saying. And so we need that background stuff, what we've talked about in our past podcast, you know, that, those notes, developmental information, and feeling I'm a professional and I can share useful tips with this family. Mm -hmm. This is information that is important to them. Exactly. And when you have that kind of set foundation, then you move into what else am I going to need to feel good about this meeting? I'm going to need to make sure that I have resources in my hands so that when I say to the parents, I think that you need to maybe have your child go for screening. Every child needs to be screened in Minnesota. Let's just take them in there. Have those numbers for that family's uh, school district. Have them right there so you can say, here's the number. Would you like me to be there when you call? Do you want to touch base with me after you make the phone call? I could you know, call ahead and just get some information so that that would be more helpful for you. Whatever. Let me know. So you want to have those resources. You want to make sure that the environment is conducive to a good conversation. You're not going to be parking in the middle of your hallway where there's people coming and going or trying to do it at drop-off and pick-up time when there are other parents around. Uh, it, that's just not okay. It's not okay, and it doesn't show respect for that family, for their privacy. This mm -hmm. is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You're sharing about their precious child. You want to make sure that you have a setting that's that's really comfortable for them and for you. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to achieve that setting? You're going to ask them what would work best. Exactly. You're going to say to them, you know, do you have any free time this week that we could touch base on just how your son is doing in, in child care in preschool? Great. Um, so you want to have that. And then um, when, you cannot, of course, say any time is wide open. For me, of course, you want to you have to realistically set some boundaries for your own mm -hmm. professionalism as well. But you want to be flexible, and you mm -hmm. want to make sure that they feel that you're being respectful of their schedule as well as your schedule. And I'm sure even going into this, it's important the initial, the kind of relationship you even have with the parent yes. and all the parents in your program. Mm -hmm. And what, what needs to be part of that relationship, do you think, Priscilla? Well, trust. trust. Trust is the foundation of any relationship mm -hmm. so that when that family first sets foot through your door, connecting with them in a way that's going to show them that they can trust you. Following through. If you're saying you're going to do something, make sure you do it. Keeping your them up to date on their child's day-to-day -day progress in a positive way. Always connecting with them in a positive way on a daily basis. How are you doing today? Boy, how, did, how was your Thanksgiving? Or, you know, what, what was the weekend like? 
How did how did Susie sleep? You know, have you been noticing any differences since we've had daylight savings time? Just keeping connected with that family as a family, not just having that child be this separate entity that walks through your door, but mm-hmm. showing that family that you care about them as a whole and that individual parent when they connect. Even some parents aren't comfortable with that. You know, you'll you'll have ones where you'll feel like, wow, they're a tough nut to crack. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make that friendship connection. I'm trying to, to connect with them and build that relationship. But you know what? That doesn't mean you stop. You still keep coming back every day, letting them know you care about them mm-hmm. as a human being and you care about their child so much that Excellent. you want their child to have a positive mm-hmm. experience. That's good. I think that's really important for people to, to know that, and have confidence also mm-hmm. when they are beginning to think about this conversation. They can know, well, I've built a relationship yes. here, and that really is going to go a long way in having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the positive sandwich is is a trick that, you know, not a trick, that's a negative word kind of when you think about it, but it's just a tool to use in, in any type of interaction, I think, when you're trying to share information. You know, that, that bottom part of the sandwich is something positive about that child. And then inside, so you could say, you know, your, your son is really enjoying being here. Oh, I can tell, you know, one of, the, one of his things that he goes to every day are the blocks. And he's just, he just builds these huge structures. And I'm amazed at how detailed they are. Then in, in between, that, uh, next on that piece of bread, that bottom positive, you could say, you know what, he's had some challenges with interacting with some of the other kids during that building time, you know, and other times during the day. And we're, we're kind of thinking that maybe we could touch base and talk about that. If you see him in other social situations, I'd like to, to you know, hear how he does and, and what are some things that he's enjoying at home. Then, on the top, another positive. We always try to help him by, you know, leaving up those structures, if we can, as long as possible, because that seems to be really exciting for him, and he loves to add to them the next day. So when we can do that, we put it on a tray and we set it on the counter, and that's really fun to see where he's going to go with it the next day. And so what you've done is you've kind of buffered the, the challenge with some positive positive things about their child that says to that family, I really care about your little guy. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun. And I'm not doing this because I don't like him. I'm doing it because I enjoy him and I want him to have more fun at school. I want him to have more fun at, pre- at preschool, at child care. I want him to be successful. And that's what I want to send that message to the parents, that I want what you want for your child. Mm-hmm. When we look at both lists of expectations, they should match up. And I want to I want to share that with families. Oh, I love it that you use the you're think, you're suggesting use the positive sandwich as you're as you're inviting the family yes. to the conversation, as well as perhaps as a tool during your actually sharing concerns. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's 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 a good tip, Priscilla. And it sort of it really does set the stage to hopefully um, let the family feel a little bit more at ease mm-hmm. of what you're going to share, rather than just saying, "Wow, we have a concern here, and we need you to come in." Right. I love it. That's a really nice way of again, uh, hopefully setting them at ease a little bit, even though we realize they are going to come in probably with a little bit of trepidation. Sure. Um, Because, as we all know, this is their little treasure. Right. And so in our next podcast, we're going to get down to the heart of having that conversation that we know can be difficult uh, for many early childhood professionals when they think about it, but it is absolutely critical that we 
know how to do it and that we follow through and do it with families. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being here again, Priscilla. And we will continue with part three in our next podcast. Thank you all for listening. That's all for now. See you 